name is Sherry Wilson, and I'm here to fill your ears with the best business content I can give you while you work out, commute, clean your house. Anything to help you work your biz like a boss. Hey guys, welcome to this uh, episode of Work Your Biz Like a Boss. And I want to talk uh, today about um, some tips for creating an effective to-do list in your planner because, and, and even if you don't have one of the Hell Yeah Life planners, you have a different planner or you just put everything, you know, in a notebook that you might have, this is going to help you because there can be a struggle on keeping track with everything that you need to do, your daily tasks, your responsibilities, or you might often feel overwhelmed and disorganized and you're not alone. I mean, a lot of people feel that way because quite frankly, we have a lot of stuff we're doing that we don't want to do or we probably should just not do because it doesn't fit within what we want out of life. And then some things you just have to do in order to survive. You know, you have to do laundry. You have to eat. You have to, you know, clean the house. You got to get gas in the car. I mean, there's always these things that you have to do. But creating that effective to-do list can actually help you prioritize your tasks. It can help you reduce stress. It can help you accomplish more each day. So I just wanted to give you some tips and then take the ones that really work for you or maybe tweak them a little bit because your best practices should become your systems. You can take what other people suggest, but you've got to work it in a way where it helps you achieve what you're trying to achieve or at the very least realize, okay, that's not going to work for me. So I'm going to throw that to the side, but that one will work for me. So, you know, anything that I suggest or share with you, just make sure you don't get frustrated trying to make it work when it's just not going to, to work for you the way I suggest. I hope that makes sense. I feel like I'm rambling. Okay. So the first thing that's really important is with Um, is starting with the most important task. So when you're creating your to-do list, you you definitely want to go there first. But how do you know which ones are important? So number one, is it essential? Number two, is there a deadline? But there's actually a process I have that goes deeper. It is asking the one thing question from Gary Keller's book. It is, what is the one thing I can do where everything else becomes unnecessary or uh, it benefits everything else, makes everything else easier? And so typically, I have quarterly goals throughout the year, and that quarter, I will work on that goal either every day or several times a week. And so, for example, if it's getting me closer to um, increasing profits in my business, I'm going to tackle that first. If I'm working on a new product or service, I'm going to tackle that first. If I have a personal quarterly goal, I'm going to make sure each day I have uh, done some type of action toward fulfilling that goal. And so by prioritizing your tasks this way with the one thing question, the um, are they essential and the deadline, it will really give you that focus that's needed as you plan your day and as you plan your week. Then you'll know, okay, I need this done by this time. And, and it helps you to avoid, you know, missing deadlines and creating unnecessary stress. 
So really, you know, a lot of people are like, you know, make a list of all that you have to do and then take 20% of that. I'm like, yeah, go ahead and make that list of all you need to do. That's called a brain dump. But then take that one thing that will make everything else easier or unnecessary. That's what you want to start with. And then everything else follows that. Gives you laser focus. The next step is, and I'm sure you've heard this over and over, but it's so important. You have to break down larger tasks into um, smaller ones because that makes them more manageable and less overwhelming. So by creating the smaller tasks, you can then focus on that specific aspect or that specific action that needs to be taken at that time, whether it's 20 minutes or four hours or eight hours. And also work in short bursts of, of work too. 20 minutes, it may feel fragmented, but as you do things in those 20 minute time slots, the short bursts of work, you actually get things done and accomplish things that you would probably be putting off for weeks, months, possibly even years. So I'm a big proponent of create the smaller tasks and even work in those short bursts of time as you go about your day. Whenever you get that spare 20 to 25 minutes, work on that thing. Because number one, again, it gets you closer, but it also will give you a sense of accomplishment as you complete those smaller tasks or those those short bursts of work. And it will motivate you to continue um, toward completing the larger tasks because you're actually making progress versus it's just a pipe dream. And then also, and I'm sure you've heard this too, but you have to be realistic. And this is actually one of my weakest areas because I'm very optimistic in thinking I can get more done in less amount of time. And, you know, sometimes I'm correct. Sometimes I'm not. It's going to take me a little bit longer. So I've really been aware and intentional that when I create my to-do list, I'm very realistic about what I can accomplish in a day. So I don't overload my list with too many things because now, again, I'm back in the spot of feeling overwhelmed and discouraged if I don't get them all done, but also I base it on the appointments I may have for that day. So if I've got a lot of client appointments, I'm obviously not going to put tons of things that I need to do on that day, or I'm going to have the awareness that the majority of those things will have to be carried over to the next day or even the day after. And this has happened even recently. I was in DC last week. And so now, you know, I've got these things I need to do and I'm not accomplishing all of them in the one day, but I knew I wouldn't be able to, and I planned accordingly. So that's super important, especially with all the overachievers out there. And so by prioritizing, you'll know what's most important, what can wait until the next day. So that's key, but also you're aware, okay, there's probably no way I'm going to get all of this done. So I'm going to put this on the next day. And then categories. Um, So you can use categories in your to-do list to help you be organized, help you prioritize. They can be based on deadlines, level of importance, or the type of task. But I love, and this is in all my planners, where I have big, little, and next. So the one thing task is always at the top. And then I break up my day by the big things, or my week, by the big things I have to get done that week. The little things are the, the, the icing on the cake. It's like if I can get even one or two of those things done, I will feel even more accomplished. So I like to organize them that way because that's been the most beneficial. And typically I do have the deadlines in my mind or written down somewhere. And then review and revise regularly because um, it'll help you, you know, stay on track, adjust, you know, your priorities because they do change. 
But review your list at the end of the day. I also like to review my list for the day in the morning to know what I need to get done that day, what needs to be accomplished. But it ensures that you'll just stay focused, you'll know what you need to get done, and and you'll be able to say no to those things that would prohibit you, whether it's people asking you to do things, or maybe you're wanting to distract yourself because you're bored or you need a break. But because you'll have those things that you've reviewed and revised, you'll be able to, you know, like stay focused, be strong in saying no, because it won't get you into that one thing. So creating an effective to-do list in your planner, is going to help you prioritize, again, reduce stress, accomplish more, start with those most important tasks, break them down into smaller ones, be realistic, use your categories, review and revise. If you do those things, you'll create a system that works for you. It will help you achieve your goals. So grab your planner, um, start using these tips. If you don't have a Hell Yeah Life Planner, just know they're based on personality. Please take the quiz, see which personality you are because there are things specific to help those weak areas be strong and to help you plan your week in the simplest and most efficient way possible. But if you already got a planner you love, use it. Maybe use these tips to help you in using it even better. All right, I will see you soon, or not see you, but I'll be visiting with you soon in the next episode in a couple weeks. Have you ever felt let down by a planner? Too many features you didn't need or not enough of the ones you did? Or maybe you're looking for a planner that goes beyond just organizing appointments and to-dos to actually help you design a life you love and achieve your goals. That's where my planners come in, designed specifically for your personality type. We have four different types, achiever, motivator, contemplator, and helper, each with a basic weekly layout to achieve your goals, but tailored to your specific needs. As an achiever, you'll get a happiness recipe while contemplators have decision-making worksheets. Motivators can keep track of their tasks and loved ones' needs, and helpers can learn to say no graciously and avoid negative self-talk. Our clients rave about these planners, with one telling me the other day, I can see that this planner is gonna help me reach my goals and design a life I love. So don't settle for a one-size-fits-all planner. Get one designed just for you and your unique personality. Go to personalityplanners.com, take the quiz, and find out which planner you need. I hope today's podcast gave you some actionable wisdom that you can do immediately for your business. I've got a lot more free training on my website at sherryannwilson.com. Sherry with an I and with an E. But before you go, please leave a kind review of this podcast. It's like giving me a hug in podcast world. Work Your Biz Like a Boss is a Mr. Joseph production. What do you think, Joseph?